Blow the trumpet in Zion. Declare a holy fast. Call a sacred assembly. Gather the people. Consecrate the assembly. Bring together the elders. Gather the children, those even nursing at their mother's breast. Let the bride leave his room and the bridegroom her chamber. Let the priests who minister before Yahweh weep between the temple porch and the altar. Let them say, spare your people, O Lord. Do not make your inheritance an object of scorn or a byword among the nations. Why should they say among the peoples, where is their God? Even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your heart and not your garment. Return to Yahweh your God. For he is gracious and compassionate. Slow to anger, abounding in love, and he relents from sending calamity. And who knows? He may turn and have pity and leave behind a blessing. Today is Ash Wednesday, a day that marks the beginning of a 40-day season known as Lent. It's a day set aside to intentionally remember that which everyone in the world would rather forget. that you and I will die. That you and I are but ash. And to dust we shall return. But rather than ignore death, hide from death, deny dead death, to stand in the face of it because Jesus Christ and declare, where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? That today we can stare death in the face and not be afraid because Jesus has died for you. Today is Ash Wednesday, a day that we remember we are but dust and ash, but Jesus has died for you. And by his death, you might live. Today marks the beginning of this 40-day period that believers since near apostolic times have set aside so that they would not forget that the wages of sin is death. To gather, 
and orient their lives around Jesus who died for them. Tonight we worship the God who sent his son to die for us. We pray. We confess. Come into the presence of God and come clean. Knowing that by his blood, he will make us clean. We come tonight and commune. Inviting God to be in us as we seek to be in him. Tonight we mark ourselves with ash as a reminder of the wage of sin that awaits us all, but the hope in Christ in the midst of it. I pray that tonight God convicts you confronts you and strengthens you. I pray that you experience his presence this evening as one marked and loved by him. I'd like to invite you to rise. And I'd like to invite you to pray with me simply in your own heart. This night, settle your heart with God. Come to him now in this moment and admit to him and tell him of the ways that you have defied him, ignored him, hurt him and the people he loves. Confess your sins this evening. And may the words of the prophet Joel ring true in your ears that he is gracious and compassionate. Slow to anger, abounding in love, and relents from sending calamity. Pray with me.
Merciful God, I am unspiritual, sold as a slave to sin. I do not understand what I do. What I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. No, the evil I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. Nothing good lives in my sinful nature. I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. When I want to do good, evil is right there with me. I delight in your law, but another law is at work within me, waging war against my mind and making me a prisoner of sin. A wretched person I am. Rescue me from this body of death. God, the Father in heaven. God, the Son, Redeemer of the world. God, the Holy Spirit. Christ, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world. Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world. O Christ, O Lord, O Christ. Most merciful God. We confess that we are by nature sinful and unclean. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We justly deserve your present and eternal punishment. But for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. In his mercy, God sent his Son to die for you and for his sake forgives you all of your sins. As one called and ordained by God to speak his word to you and communicate his words upon you. Hear this. God says, you are forgiven. He says, I forgive you. All your sins. For the sake of my son, Jesus.
Listen to these words, if you would. These words that stand at, at, at the headwaters of the prophet Isaiah. Listen to what he says. Listen to what God says on his lips. Come now. Come. Come now and let's reason together. Though your sins are like scarlet, they will be as white as snow. Though they are as red as crimson, they will be like wool. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat from the best of the land. But if you resist and rebel, you will be devoured by the sword, the mouth of Yahweh has spoken. Listen to what God invites you to do to come. Not to run, to come. To come into his presence, a God 
who says, let's talk about this. Let's reason together. Whatever your condition, whatever trail of wounds that you have accumulated in your life and history of damage that you left behind, whatever it is you are immersed in today, immersed in, and it's thick and black, and it clings to you, God says, come. Come. Come here. Come to me and let's talk about it. Because even if there's blood on your hands, I will wash you clean. Though your sins are stained with the color of blood, they, they will be white, pure, washed as new fallen snow. Why would you not repent? Every kid knows why not to admit it because you get in trouble. Every adult knows it too. Better not to bring attention. To bury it. Diminish it. Rationalize it. Give it defense. I'm sorry, but... And seek to explain, to, to soften the blow as though somehow we have to come before God and do so? Why is it that we treat God like we treat people waiting for what is sure to be judgment? Even if not laid out in like a court of law with a sentence and some kind of tangible thing, even if it's just in the sense of a change in disposition, a conveyance of an emotion of judgment. Do you run from God fearing his judgment, his disappointment? As though somehow it is better to distance yourself from him when you find yourself in sinful times. But God says, come. Come. Come and let's reason together. Because I am not here to judge you. I am not here to punish you. I will not treat you as someone second class. No, come. Because the amazing, incredible, and completely incomprehensible thing about God is that when everyone else might judge us or write us off, God invites us into his presence at our worst. He invites you. Each of you. Those of you here tonight who when I ask you to confess earlier, you have to pause and think because you really can't think of what it is in your life that's sinful. 
And he invites those of you who when I ask you to confess your sins to God tonight, they come pouring out like a geyser shooting up because you are all too aware of just how, to quote the phrase, sinful and unclean you actually are. He invites all of you to come into his presence to confess and lay yourself bare before him. How stubborn, right? How stubborn can we be? Listen to what the prophet Isaiah says to a stubborn, stiff-necked people. He says, hear, O heavens. Listen, O earth. Yahweh is about to speak and calls you to witness. I reared children and brought them up, but they've rebelled against me. Even the ox knows his master, the donkey his manger. But my people, they don't know me. My people do not understand. Oh, a sinful nation, a people loaded with guilt, a brood of evildoers. They have forsaken Yahweh. They have spurned the Holy One of Israel. They have turned their backs on him. But listen to what Yahweh says. Why should you be beaten anymore? Why do you persist in rebellion? Your whole head is injured, your heart afflicted. From the soles of your foot to the top of your head, there is no soundness, only wounds and welts and open sores, not cleansed or bandaged or soothed. So come to me. Yahweh says, come to me and turn from your stubbornness because I am gracious and compassionate. Slow to anger and abounding in love. And I relent from sending calamity. It is this. It is this that is the mark of a Christian. It is not holiness, as good as that might be. It is not some sense of intrinsic righteousness. It is not some privilege of being in with God. No, it is simply those who are willing to come and to trust God and to trust him specifically with themselves no matter how mired by sin. What does Jesus say? This is the verdict. Light has come into the world. But men have loved darkness instead of light because their deeds are evil. Anyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that his deeds will be exposed. But those who come, who walk by the truth, they come into the light so that it may be seen plainly. Seen plainly what is being done.
by God. Come. Tonight, we do just that. And we invite you in that place with him to physically come. To eat his body and drink his blood which he broke and shed for you for the forgiveness of all your sins to come and mark yourself with ash and humbleness before him and with confidence that even in sin and its wage called death, life, redemption, hope, and forgiveness in him. Our Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. He broke it, gave it to his disciples, and said, take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. After supper, he took a cup. He gave thanks and gave it to them and said, drink of this, all of you. This is my blood shed for you for the forgiveness of all of your sins. Come and do this in remembrance of me. I'll say it again. Come. Faith is true, sight.
Please rise. These words of Psalm 51. Listen to them and make them your prayer tonight. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. According to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. Wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So that you are proved right when you speak and justified when you judge. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Cleanse me with hyssop and I will be clean. Wash me. And I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquity. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. For there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. It's your love that we adore. 